1: We're going to quickly turn our attention to South Florida and Dave Hyde, who covered the Dolphins win for the South Florida Sun Sentinel. And Dave, we're so glad to have a couple minutes with you. How does it change things to have two back on the field? How did it change things for the Dolphins tonight as he returns?
2: Well, it's certainly uh, the first drive, you'd say they're back to to being a inventive and, uh, you know, functional offense in that uh, he. Completed six of its first seven passes, including a touchdown, 68 yards. By the end of the first quarter, they had 10 first downs, which um, second most by the franchise since 2000 and a quarter. Um, but then the next three quarters, they had seven total first downs. So um, at the bottom line is it really didn't change much. They scored 16 points. They The offense really hasn't scored all year more, except for Baltimore, the the, the, the Big game against Baltimore, mm-hmm. big comeback. Um, they, they, they they haven't scored more than 17 points on offense, really, all, all year. And so, you know, they're putting up a lot of yards, not a lot of points.
1: Outside of the struggles offensively, uh, specifically in the second half, and that goes for Pittsburgh too, right. what did the Dolphins have to say, though, about having to back on the field and seeing him healthy and what that means to them? Well, that's big for them, you know,
2: not only from the standpoint, you know, he's a captain, he's their first quarterback, he's the guy who, um, when Mike McDaniel came aboard, uh, um, he, he, you know, that was project number one, to get his game straightened out, and, and they think they've done a pretty good job of that. Um, it's telling that Brian Flores was on the other sideline and asked if they talked to us, said no, no. <laughs> and so, but... Um, you know, it's big for the team, and and it's equally big for the franchise because they need to see Tua out there and know what do they have in him, and 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 you know, at some point the big contract's going to be in the air, and they want they want Tua to decide that with his play.
1: It's certainly not for lack of weapons, right? Because Raheem Mostert and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, and we see what these guys can do when the offense is in a rhythm. What explanation does McDaniel or anyone else give for what happens when they rack up all these yards but can't capitalize on the opportunities?
2: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, and they give all the similar answers. Not one thing. It's not one person. It's not a... You know, I think McDaniel said tonight, there's not uh, pixie dust you can just blow <laughs> in the air and, and put bad. over the offense. And and so, um, and they're right. You know, there isn't one simple answer for what's going on here. Um, um, and, 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 you know, it, it was Tua, it was, you know, uh, when... Um, the other two quarterbacks were in there. It was similar things. They mm. were they were moving the ball a lot. I mean, in the, in the fourth quarter of the previous game it's Minnesota, I think Teddy Bridgewater had a 133 quarterback rating in the fourth quarter, and, and yet they couldn't uh, put the ball in the end zone enough. So it's. Uh, uh, you know, that's the mystery of the Dolphins offense right now.
1: <laughs> Dave Hyde is with us fresh off covering Sunday Night Football between the Dolphins and the visiting Pittsburgh Steelers. He's with the South Florida Sun Sentinel, and it's after hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, obviously it was a strange and, and wacky last few weeks with the revolving door of quarterbacks, Skyler and Teddy Bridgewater, and then Skyler gets hurt and Bridgewater, I didn't even know Bridgewater was available last week, and all of a sudden <laughs> he's back out there on the field. How much does that have to do in your opinion with the fact that they haven't been able to settle into a groove or at least be able to put together a full 60 minutes of football?
2: Yeah well certainly the last three weeks you know since Tua went out in the Cincinnati game for sure between who's the quarterback and you know who's in concussion protocol and why is Teddy Bridgewater in protocol when he didn't have a concussion and you know there's just all sorts of bizarre questions around the team and and then you get to the just functioning and day-to-day practice um and that's why mcdaniel thought skylar thompson was going to start the minnesota game and i mean he did start the point being he he practiced that week and and he thought that was more important than uh teddy bridgewater coming out of protocol on saturday and and being able to play sunday so i I Mm -hmm. mean there's been a lot of a lot of moving parts and and you know, sensitive questions, but at the same time, uh, you know, just practical questions on how, how to, who to put behind the offense. So, you know, you know, that's why it's, you know, this week it was clear from the start who was going to start and, and, you know, got all the practice necessary and the offense was geared for him and, and all that good stuff. And, um, but really they were in the same place. They've been, before where where they move the ball, they look like they move the ball well, and but they're not going in the end zone.
1: The offensive struggles notwithstanding, the defense did come up with three interceptions, including one on the goal line uh, on Pittsburgh's last-ditch opportunity, and holding an opposing team to ten points. So there has to be some happiness. Happiness is a weird word, but yeah. <laughs> but at least yeah. some excitement over the way the defense performed.
2: Yeah, but. Mike McDaniel walked behind the podium and was asked about uh, how he felt with the interception. He said, hooray. You know, (laughs) and that sort of sums up the day. If you're a Dolphin fan, hooray. You won. You're four and three, and your defense, you know, one of the problems in the last, they lost the last three games. They had given up the ball eight times, and they had no takeaways. Well, tonight they had three takeaways. Um, two in the last three minutes with interceptions of Kenny Pickett, and uh, they didn't give the ball up. Um, so, I, I mean, there there was a some progress, and certainly it's a hooray moment, hooray <laughs> night in that you come out with a win. But you know, by week seven, you're sort of seeing who the team is and and, and where can they go. And and after being three and zero, the thought was well, hey, maybe something special is happening. But now you. You look at the off they, they have some problems they got to solve right now.
1: Hooray! Dave Hyde is with us here on After Hours CBS Sports Radio. After seven weeks and, of course, a preseason and a training camp, who is Mike McDaniel in your opinion, Dave?
2: Oh, he's fascinating. I, I really hope he succeeds <laughs> because I hope there's place in football for this uh, someone who is as open and quirky and – Humorous and at the same time really creative with how, how he how he sets up an offense as he is. So I, I, I hope for the last twenty years I've been covering the Dolphins, meeting people as the elevators going down on careers for these coaches. I, I hope he makes it in that um, there's a place in football for someone uh, w- with a fun personality like he has.
1: He definitely is unique. Speaking of personalities, uh, it was really cool I thought to have the. The members of the 1972 team that could still be there uh, honored on the 50th anniversary of that perfect season. What are your impressions, especially since you've covered the Dolphins for a long time?
2: Yeah, I actually wrote a book on the 72 team called Still Perfect. And and Mm -hmm. here it is. uh, 50 years are still perfect and the only ones. And I think they're a treasure in South Florida. And, uh, you know, there's only a handful of teams you can point to the year or their name, the 27 Yankees, the Dream Team, the Miracle on Ice, the 1919 Black Sox for different reasons, and, and 72 Dolphins. How many teams can you single out like that and say they stand for something, and, and the 72 Dolphins stand for perfection, for winning every game, and, and uh, here they are 50 years later, they're the only ones to have done it still. So it's, uh, I, I, I they're amazing guys and what they've gone on with their lives too. You go down the list and it's, uh, you know, they've gone on to, you know, make football a pretty much a secondary part of the life in a lot of cases.
1: Is it still really neat for them to get together as a group, whoever can be there?
2: Oh, they love it. You know, they, <laughs> you know, right now 17 players off the team have died and all of the coaching staff. So they're very appreciative of, you know, every five years or so Coming together and getting to relive uh, um, their achievements and 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 to see each other, you know, a, a lot of them keep in contact, you know. Mm-hmm. And the other one of the great stories, you know, Bob Greasy and Don Trule used to go to the track every month and have lunch and make five dollar bets. And when Jim Kick was dying, Mercury Morris would visit him at his assisted living facility every few weeks, make an hour drive in, and, and there's stories up and down the roster like that that they remained a team years after uh, they quit playing mm.
1: Dave Hyde is not only covering the Dolphins, but he's got time to write books. So the one that he's (laughs) referring to is uh, still perfect, is the story of the 1972 Dolphins that's been updated for their 50th anniversary. And then I see you've got a new one, a memoir coming out about Jimmy Johnson, the brand new Hall of Famer, who is such a case study. So that one's available uh, next month for pre-order. You can find Dave on Twitter at Dave Hyde Sports with the South Florida Sun Sentinel. It's great to catch a couple of minutes with you. Thanks so much for your time tonight.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Amy. Thanks for
0: having me on. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?